y'all all right all right i hope y'all enjoyed that wonderful wonderful old school track you know stevie wonder living for the city <laughs> i played that track especially because um the interview you're about to hear is a interview that i recorded uh last week on my break so i thank y'all for you know patiently waiting for me to come back you know with new content and we are close to ending our very first season 
of The Velvet Rope because uh, it's going to consist of 10 episodes. So next season may be a little longer, uh, but I do have some exciting things coming up to do with the show. I have some special guests coming in and, you know, going to have fun. So right now, I thank you. I thank you and thank you and welcome back to The Velvet Rope. Your access has been granted and I am so excited to play this interview, a man who is running for the presidential campaign of 2020. Hopefully he will be the person to get Trump's stupid ass out of office. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you voted for Trump and you listening to this podcast, you fucked up twice because this ain't for you. Okay, so anyway, let me go ahead and play this interview for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I will be right back with another hit song by my favorite artist, Miss Janet Jackson. All right. Hey, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? I thank you for joining me tonight on The Velvet Rope. I have a very special guest uh, on the phone with me via phone interview because he's coming all the way from Texas. Hopefully he is your next president that will get Donald Trump's ass out this White House and make it back into the Black House. (laughs) But anyway, you know him. You love him. If you don't know him, you need to get up on it. Richard Cooper running for presidential 2020 campaign. What's going on, Richie? Richard, how you doing, man? Hey, how's it going, AJ? All right, all right. So if y'all don't know, Richard is uh, running for the presidential campaign of 2020. As I said earlier, y'all, he is trying to get Donald Trump's ass out that White House and try to make it back into the Black House like Obama had it, child. We need another black man in the White House, man. Come on, my brother. Tell me you can give us some change. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So give some people a little background. Now, I, because you and I, we've talked before, and I remember you were in law enforcement. Is that right? Yeah, I started off in law enforcement. I I did that for about uh, 10 years. It was like maybe five between the city of Atlanta, and then I also did City of St. Louis work. That was the first police department that I started working on. And then I, uh, Atlanta was recruiting, and I was like, hey, it's a great opportunity to move into a new city. And uh, I went ahead and moved to Atlanta. Nice. So that's, that, that's where I started my law enforcement career. Okay, okay. That's what's up. I mean, Atlanta is has always will be one of my favorite cities. And I mean, for me, you know the richness, the culture, the the hospitality is just is just so beautiful and so amazing. Oh yeah, most definitely. One one thing that I did really really love and admire about um, the city of Atlanta was that there were a lot of blacks that were in top leading positions. There mm-hmm. were at the time when I wanted the black mayor, the black chief of police. Mm-hmm. You know they had the whole LGBTQ thing going on where they they had officers. Right. And I mean, you know, when I visited Atlanta with a group of friends of mine, I was just so taken aback at the hospitality. You know, it's like you you get the sense of everybody is just there to welcome you with open arms and so much love. And you I felt right at home. You know, I felt right at home, you know, with with people that's in my culture. Right. So. So what brought the shift? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
No, 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 you're good. I'm ready. So what brought the shift from law enforcement to politics? I mean, it seems like it's a natural progression with the with the few people, you know, that get involved with the community and they get the sense that, you know, I want to do more for my community. I need to do more. Well, you know, when as, as a child, you know, growing up, I was always like seeing the police was like seeing Superman for me. <laughs> you know, I was just amazed at the at the uniform and the badge and the fact that when he or she came around, everything that was going wrong just ceased and everything just started going right. right. And at that point, I was like, that's what I want to be. Mm. I want to be the problem solver. I want to be the person that people look to when things are going bad or when they're having a bad day or they need somebody to kind of be there to shield them from harm. So that's what pushed me into uh, to law enforcement. Now, even after that, and, and, and I want to get this on, on, on a record, and, and, and you'll be the first to hear this, as, and as well as your listeners, and I want to get this out the air on this position, is that there's no secret, you know, that I performed and worked in the adult industry, um, you know, for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't hide that. I don't want to hide that. I want all my supporters and the voters and the people of America to know that I'm, I want to be as transparent and honest as I possibly can with them. And when I say possibly can, doesn't mean that there'll be things that be kept. Possibly means I will think of everything that I can think of to make sure that they understand that I don't have anything to keep from them. So I, I did do that, mm-hmm. you know, but even then, when I got into the adult film industry, I still made an impact, not yes. just on people's fantasies, but on people's lives in general, man. You just don't believe that as, you know, becoming well, I, a role model. As I a can say. Don't think that. Like, you, how do you become a role model? And you know what? Film? You know what, y'all? I'm going to tell y'all right now. I, I can say right now, Richard was definitely one of my fantasies, honey, because y- y'all know I don't keep no secrets. Y'all know I am a porn connoisseur as we'll say and he was definitely one of my fantasies along with a couple other people and let me tell y'all really quick I had the chance to meet him and of course like and Richard you and I we talked about this I was geeked the fuck out when I met him like I it was just like oh my god you know you just can't believe you're meeting the person mind you you done you know, see them do their thing, but then to see them right in front of you is just amazing. And to know that y'all, Richard was so nice and so humble, you know, and right. he soaked it all up. Just me, just geeking, just geeking out, you know, like someone meeting Michael Jackson, just going crazy. And I'm so glad that you wanted to put that out there. And it's so true because. Yeah, yeah. And see, to think about that, you know, I don't mean to cut you off. The thing about that, AJ, is, is, is the fact that when meeting me in person and seeing the type of person I am and when I talk to you, it's just that everything that was done for work, that was just work. Exactly. It doesn't describe me as a person. It's the effect that a person can have on you. When you meet them, it's like, oh, wow, you forget. Almost the fact that, you know, human. there was... Right, you know, they forget the fact they're human and the fact that what they saw, and then they sit and talk to you, and it's like, okay, this is a great person. Mm-hmm. And I've touched a lot of lives, you know, that yes. people, I've had young people come to me that talked about not, you know, being afraid to come out to their family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're afraid because of the things that they deal with in school, which is a, another problem that is that an issue that goes on in this country that I plan to attack yes. head on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If I'm elected and place office, because bullying, I don't think is taken seriously enough. No, you know, and that's another thing that a lot of uh, people 
that do get into the position of power that can do stuff about it, man, they don't do it. Exactly. They get into that position, and it's like everything that the, the, the people wanted them to work on or that they told the people they would do if they got the vote, and then when they get the position, it's like all that goes to the bottom of the totem pole, mm-hmm. and then we go into, not saying that's not important, we go to talk about stuff about taxes. Yeah. We talk about, like, this craziness that Trump is talking about, these tariff wars, and mm-hmm. that's starting with with, the, with China, and it's going to hurt our, our economy, you know? Mm-hmm. But my thing is that, that as I shifted from doing law enforcement to being an adult film uh, industry performer and then switching into politics, it's because I sat by, and as a United States citizen, I've been able to go through those struggles mm-hmm. that we as a people go through every day. I know what people go through. Exactly. I know what it's like to be behind on a bill. I know mm-hmm. what it's like to work on minimum wage and how it affects your day-to-day living. Right, to struggle and, and, and not knowing where your right. next meal is going to come real. from. And my thing is, the way I look at it, is what better person to represent the people of America than one of their own. Exactly. Not saying that other former presidents was not U.S. citizens, but right. I didn't grow up, you know what I'm saying, with with wealthiness and stuff like that. There was a lot of disadvantages that I had, but because my mind and my soul and my heart is so into this man, and it has been ever since I've seen Obama become president oh, yes. and stick to it for as long oh, as yes. he did, you know, I've been on it. Oh, so yes. the reason for me going into politics is because I want to make the change for America. Right. I want America to be able to experience, you know, the, the even better things in life. The, the things that are not being given or offered to them need to be given and offered to exactly. them. Exactly. And you know what, y'all? I'm going to tell y'all right now, this man, you know, he, to me, he is one of the idea candidates that shows you if you stick to something and you have a passion for it, you go after it, you stick to it. And y'all know this. If you have something you believe in and you are powerful and and just want to stand by it, you stand by your convictions, you stand by your dedication because like Richard, he had a porn past, but that does not define who he is by whatsoever. It is just one of the many layers of who he is as a person and as a businessman, first and foremost. Let's get that straight, y'all. The man is a businessman before he was a law enforcement officer he's a porn star now he's a politician he's he was a businessman this is a business politics is a dirty game and he's ready to play y'all so y'all better call oh, have your cards ready definitely. have your cards definitely. ready and you know what? I, I do i do want to mention to you um aj because I've, I've seen the the tweets and stuff and i'm a i'm a i'm really good when it comes to taking you know negativity and stuff like that and doubt but i, I just want to say this on your show mm-hmm. and there's, a, there's another press release that's going to come out so that people understand and know yes I am seriously running for president of the United States right my my submission um, uh, I submitted the proper documents to the mm-hmm. FEC it's on record I am this is not a joke I'm not looking for a handout I'm not looking at this to to generate anything but donations that go toward the campaign so that way I can make it to these other cities and do rallies and town halls, but I know that people are doubting it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. We, 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 one bad thing that, that we as a people, and more so as blacks, is that we're always looking to tear down each yes. other. And that's something that we need to steer away from. And if a person wants to put themselves out there in a position to do something that can possibly make a change for our country, the better, not for just blacks, 
but for the low income, the middle mm-hmm. class, the high class, everybody needs to work together mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fight against bullying, gun reform, yes, uh, tax reform, free education, free health care. I have so many great ideas, the ideas and agendas I want to put into play. And I want people to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I just want people to understand, yes, for the record, this is real. This is I'm dead serious about doing this. That's, you know, so. that's that's wonderful, and I mean, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I I was one of the doubters at first when I saw when I saw him under you know his um, adult entertainment uh, pseudonym name. I was like, really? I'm like, he he bullshit. Nah, nah, nah. But then you know, as I looked further and I dug deep into it, because y'all know, as a podcaster, you're like a journalist. You have to dig deep into the information and get the facts. And I got my facts, and he is serious, and he knows he. I am a full-on supporter. We need to try to get this man to come to Vegas, rally for us, stand by us, because, y'all, we have one of our own in our community that is trying to make a difference. He's trying to break down these walls. I mean, a lot of you young kids out there, y'all don't know who ignited Stonewall. And I'm going to give y'all a quick history lesson while I got my man on the phone here, and he knows this, too. A drag queen, a drag queen through the first brick to break down Stonewall, y'all. Do your research. Marsha P. Johnson, a drag queen, bust down and started the gay civil rights, y'all. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. You better do your research because now... 20, 30 years later, however many years later, it's been since Stonewall. Don't quote me. I'm bad at math. But... This man is taking a giant step for our community, for another way for our community to be heard. Because like he said, bullying is still going on. We just lost a a handsome young boy who committed suicide because he was bullied. Nigel, Nigel, we speak your name, Nigel. May he rest in peace. We speak your name, Nigel. We do not want you to be forgotten. We speak your name, honey. A beautiful young man was bullied. And I'm going to tell y'all, I went through bullying and I'm still standing strong. And I'm going to tell y'all, y'all hear all the time, it gets better. It does. You have to stand your ground. Do not let people bring you down any way, shape, or form because they are going to try. And look at Richard right here. The man is a politician now. We can officially say he is a politician, y'all. And I'm proud to, you know, have him in my corner and knowing that he stands behind me and I stand behind him. Now, Richard, what is your... Of course, and I love you for that. Now, what is your platform in the political race? What do you stand for? I'm with the Democrats. I stand with the Democrats. Okay. Um, I've always been a big supporter of Democrats. Um, yeah, everybody has views uh, mm-hmm. on, on what they see is best for America. But the one thing that I'm doing differently, mm-hmm. um, and I don't even know if they started yet, but I'm not here to, to campaign and, and, and talk bad about the other Democrats. Because we have one, one of the main objectives that we have at, at, at the point is, to get Trump out of office, right? Of course. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't spend our energy, our money, our time, the taxpayers' dollars, the taxpayers' attention, and their vote on, you know, trying to degrade each other mm-hmm. when we can work together. If somebody's going to win, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, we know that. Exactly. But the goal is to make sure that the Democrats take control back of the White House. Yes. We've already taken control of the Congress. We Amen. need to take control of the White House, and Amen. we need to take control of the Senate. Amen. You know, so. That can't happen until we have the right person. And unfortunately, it's going to take 
every Democratic candidate to work together. You don't have to run with each other, but don't bring each other down. Right. Focus on your own your own agenda, your own campaign. You know, we, we sit up there and spit what the people need to hear, not what they want to hear, mm-hmm. but what they need to hear and how we can make that difference. So that's what I'm all about. There we go. There we go. Bring coming, bringing people together as one, as a unit, and bringing back that unity that we are sorely, sorely missed in America. And I, I feel like over the years, you know, and I'm so glad these four years are almost up with this, with with the bum in chief, as they say on the View, with the bum in chief in office. We, as a country are no longer considered one of the best countries in the world and in the land because we're supposed to be the land of the free, you know, all this stuff, and people want to come to America. Nowadays, people ain't trying to come to America. They, they'd rather go to the U.K. They'd rather go to Australia, yeah, you know? People are truly afraid. They are afraid. And then it gets worse when we, as a people, become afraid in our own backyard, and that becomes a problem. So... I'm, I, I say this, and I'm going to wrap this up here because I know you got to go. But I thank you so much for coming on to the Velvet Rope, coming behind that Velvet Rope, and letting us get in a peek inside your mind and just spreading your word and your message. And I, like I said, y'all, I support this man. Y'all need to make sure y'all go out and vote. Vote. Make okay. your voice heard. Most definitely. Most definitely. This is one of the most important things, you know, and um, I ask that you want to. Uh, you guys can uh, go ahead and show your support. Visit my website. Uh, you can check out what type of ideas that I have in plan for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting in 2020, it's richardcooper2020.com. I'm sorry, richardcooper2020.org. I'm so used to using it. <laughs> oh my no goodness, problem, y'all. No problem. <laughs> we're going we're, we're gonna to have it up on the Facebook Velvet Road page so everybody can check it out. And y'all know. I appreciate it. No problem, no problem. Y'all know I support him. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna just say this really quick to y'all. I've been supporting this man. I'm about to show my age here. Since I was oh, about 17, 18 years old, and oh wow, and I like I said, I've been supporting this man. I've been a fan of his since I was 17, and I'm 30 years old now. So that just shows you well over almost 20 years of supporting this man. And I'm gonna tell y'all, definitely appreciate it. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna tell y'all. I dug some information on him when I was younger, and I found out he was law enforcement. And he he's even said it in interviews, you know. So it it, it gives you an insight on what this man is. And again, y'all, don't look too much. Don't look too deep into the past. Look into what he's bringing into the future. Look at that. Thank you, thank you, AJ. That we, thank you. We all have thank a past. God, I think can't thank you enough for saying that part. Of course, wow. of course, my brother. Because I'm gonna tell you, and, and I don't think you even knew this, Richard. A transgender woman once said, when she came back to her hometown and went to her church, she said, "The difference between you and me: my closet door is open, yours is closed." Mm. How about that? Mm. How about that? So, my lovelies, we are going to end this interview on a high note, and I'm going to tell y'all like I tell y'all every weekend, remember, learn to water your spiritual gardens, and also remember, you are born from blood of kings and queens, my babies. I love you for listening. Richard, any last words you want to say to the people before we let you go? Get out there. 
and vote, vote, vote. Don't look down upon a person because of something that they're trying to do to help our country, to take us in a new, better, and safer direction. Get out there and vote and show your support. All right, so y'all heard it, y'all. Y'all heard it. So, and uh, one more thing I always tell y'all, you know, everybody say love. Everybody say love. Now drive that down to your street and get your ass on out of here and go vote, goddammit. Go vote, especially all you black people and minorities. Y'all need to vote because not enough of us vote, and we need to get that word out there. I love you for listening, and always come on back inside that velvet rope so y'all can get more juicy, juicy details, y'all. All right? I appreciate y'all. I love y'all.
So I hope y'all enjoy that interview from my boy Richard Cooper. You know, be sure, you know, support his campaign. As you heard in the interview, he is running for the presidential campaign. And, you know, you get to learn a lot from him, from his past. He's not ashamed of, you know, from law enforcement to the adult entertainment industry and now to the political game. So he is really trying to make a difference in this world, as many people need to continue to do and get your voice heard. Get out there excuse me y'all just burped you know we keep it real get out there and vote y'all make sure y'all get out there and vote for our next president he definitely has my vote richard has my full 100 percent support so when he brings his campaign rally out here you best believe your boy phoenix is gonna be out there like i told him in our post interview that you guys didn't get a chance to hear it was just a conversation you know or maybe we did say it in the interview i can't really remember but um he is like Obama. I am his Oprah to his Obama because I'm really trying to help him out. You know what I mean? And so, like I said, go vote, go vote, go vote. And, you know, just get out there and do your thing, young people. So let's get into this. So the haves and the have not has come back. Two episodes in already. And, of course, it's juicy as always. We find out that Candace revealed to um, the president-elect uh, I forget his name, Lord Jesus, but he is quite attractive. Um, that the former president called her a fine piece of black ass because, you know, y'all know she she was a hoe. She's trying to reform her chain, reform and change her ways. And we also learned that the father that is of Candace is the guy who raped Hannah back in the day when she was younger is the guy she's been talking to. And that threw me for a loop. I was shocked. I was shocked. And then we also see Justin is on some fatal attraction, unfaithful, bull, obsessed bullshit with Jeffrey and pulled a gun out on his dad and then pulled a gun on himself and Jeffrey and told him one of these guns has a bullet and one of them doesn't. And he fired the guns. So we don't know who got shot. Who got killed? So we won't know until this coming Tuesday, you know. And damn, Tyler Perry, you always leave us on a cliffhanger. And then Catherine is trying to have her little boy toy be more than a boy toy. And then uh, Hannah is keeping the money that they gave her. 
And Jim is like, no, she's not keeping the money. And Wyatt is still on this drug tangent, as usual. And then RK, you know, who is still messing around with Veronica, got to get her jewelry back before she kills him or turns him into the police. You know, so it's so much going on with this show. And, of course, Benny's stupid ass is still being dumb and foolish. You know, he sometimes the only time he grows brains or becomes a man is when he's around his damn mama. Any other time, he's a bumbling idiot. I wish Tyler Perry would just kill his character off because I'm so tired of seeing him. But he keeps him on there because the girls like him. Yeah, Benny... Played by Tyler LaPlay, Lee Play, or however you pronounce his last name. Yeah, he's cute, but his character is plum, dumb, and full of cum. Straight up, y'all. So, moving on from that. If y'all have not watched Wife Swap, y'all remember that show back in the day where, you know, two families, they switched spouses. And for the longest, it was always switching the moms. And this current season, they have that is now on Paramount Network. One of the episodes, they switched dads because it was a gay couple and a highly Christian religious couple. And then this past episode I just watched was a mom who is like a neat freak, like OCD cleaning freak and switch places with a mother who is kind of messy, kind of hippie-ish. And at least they did learn from each other, you know. And wife swap is still good to me, you know, because these families are just crazy how they run their lives. It is something, y'all. It's something. And then one of my favorite shows, RuPaul Drag Race, (laughs) had the reunion, you know, before it was the finale and then the reunion. So now Ru's done it differently. It's the reunion. And then two weeks later, we see the grand finale. Oh, my God. When I tell you shade, 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 shade of it all, there was so much shade being thrown, but there were some resolutions, you know, um, the whole wig gate with um, what is her name? Ariel Versace leaving her wigs behind and Plastic Tierra taking all the majority of the wigs and they're trying to find out, you know, well, you said you didn't leave them for Plastic. Plastic said you did. And then she goes on Twitter and says when she's talking about she's watching it at home, she's like, I did leave the wigs for Plastic. So, bitch, you flip flopping, you wishy washy. And the only way she was concerned about was the wig Raja took. Honey, Miss Raja said, you know what, bitch, I got you. She went behind her chair, put out that raggedy ass purple wig and threw it on the floor. She's like, here's your wig, bitch. (laughs) And then we get to, you know, find out more about Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. You know, that's Vanjie's my girl. She will always be my girl. You know, when I go to DragCon next year, I'm definitely going to go see Vanjie um, and a lot more other queens as well. Morgan and Mayhem. Hey, Mayhem. Hey, Morgan. Um, Definitely going to see Miss Vanjie because I feel like she should have been in the top four. Silky should not because Silky is using her big, her size as an excuse. And my brother, Brian, hey, Brian, love you, bro. We talked about this last night. She used her size as an excuse. There have been so many other girls on Drag Race, Porkchop, uh, Stacey Lane, um, Delta, Latrice, um, Nina West, um, who else? A bigger Jaden Dior Fierce. None of these girls use their size as a crutch. Only two other girls, Silky 
and Eureka. Those two big bitches use their size as an excuse. Bitch, Latrice never used her size as an excuse. All she said was she is large and in charge, chunky yet funky. She is Latrice motherfucking Royale. Okay, Silky, if you're going to be in this top four, don't think you're going to take the crown, honey, because I guarantee you, you will not take this crown home. I really think it's going to come down between Brooklyn and Ivy, Evie, Evie Oddly. But back to Vanjie. Vanjie learned, you know, her coming out in a corset or a bodysuit every episode, you know, would land her in the bottom a lot because she kind of skated by and she wanted to show the world her body. But there was other ways you can do it in different outfits. But we love I love you, Vanjie. I do. I say we because my listeners. Um, but, you know, I love you, Vanjie. My listeners love you. And, you know, Hopefully you will win Miss Congeniality, maybe. Um, but I think Nina West might take it. And this season, there wasn't a lot of memorable queens. Like, I barely remember a lot of them. Like, they were just fading to the background. You know, Mercedes Iman Diamond, she didn't last long. Kahana Matrice, girl, you need to work on your drag because I've seen better drag. But your mother to be Coco Montrese, the so-called Janet Jackson impersonator who can't dance worth the lick. Girl, you need to learn some tips from your mother on how to do your makeup right and how to get your drag together because, baby, come on now. Let's get it together. Derek Barry's drag is better than yours, and he does Britney. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Facts are facts. Um, Shout out to Monique Hart for that one. You know, soak it up. Soak it up what I'm saying. Shout out to uh, Monet Exchange. And, uh, you know, I definitely want to shout out Monet Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen. I love Sibling Rivalry. Their podcast is hilarious okay i'm gonna say it again it's hilarious there we go i hit the high note a little better those two keep me in stitches and also uh sorry y'all might have heard my dog shake um mayhem keeps me in stitches morgan but also um this crazy drag queen um who i admire I love uh, Come here writer Sorry y'all I love He keeps me laughing all the time Whenever I watch his videos on YouTube I love his show Beatdown Willem you are hilarious as hell honey I love when you talk shit About other people's videos It is hilarious She speaks what's on her mind And it is just so funny She throws major shade She throws solar eclipse shade okay oh my god but make sure y'all tune in two weeks from now for rupaul's drag race the finale the grand finale where we find out who is america's next drag superstar season 11 winner i'm so excited to find out who it is and i'm excited for season 12 as well and all-star season five you know what i'm saying because when this show officially stops Oh, we have so many seasons to look back on. I'm going to make sure I get my DVD collection because Drag Race, you know, brought me and my mother closer together. It was one of the things that brought us together. It was another way for her to understand the gay lifestyle. And then when I came out to her and told her that I wanted to start doing drag, which I will be doing eventually. I don't know when because drag is not cheap, y'all. So y'all got to bear with me. Drag is not cheap. She was like, "Okay, when you doing it, you know. And even now, I am wearing acrylic nails. My second time wearing them. I love them. And you'll see a picture of my nails. 
And I love it. Drag to me is like a, a hobby. It's a way to express yourself. It's a, it's living art. You know what I mean? And um, I love it. You know, I love it. It's so amazing. So the other thing. I'm so excited to talk about this because I'm going in August to see her show. Hold on, y'all. Come here, writer. Come here, buddy. Come here. Um, she is at Park MGM. Her residency is finally here. It's been a long time coming. She's been touring nonstop since uh, 2018, 2017, really, because um, she stopped to have her baby and she went back on tour. And I got a chance to see her and I can't wait to see her again. This will be my third time seeing her. The one and only Miss Janet Jackson. If y'all have not seen Metamorphosis at Park NGM, you need to buy a ticket wherever you are. Come to Vegas. If you live here in Vegas, buy a ticket. Go down to Park NGM. Take an Uber. Take a Lyft. Go see Metamorphosis. From the clips I have seen in the pictures, Janet ain't lost a beat. She's never lost a step. This show is like I was talking to one of my uh, one of my fellow Janet fans, um, Mikey in NYC. What's up, baby? Um, it's like a combination of the Velvet Rope mix. It's like a combination of the Janet tour, the Velvet Rope tour, and um, the Rhythm Nation tour all combined in one in a futuristic way. And her costumes are amazing. I'm so glad her merch, her merch, y'all, the merch, the merchandise, the merch is on her website. So even if you weren't able to buy the merchandise at the time, you just wanted to see the show, you can buy the merchandise online. Guarantee you, you guys are going to want one of those T-shirts, if not all of them. You're going to want that coffee table book. It's $150. But listen to me. I know y'all were like, $150? Janet crazy. Nah, baby. This, If you're a true Janet fan, if you're a big fan like I am, and I'm going to buy that book, it's a coffee table book of 268 pages worth of pictures and snapshots of live photos. So it's like, it's like pictures we've never seen before, pictures we have seen before, and get the tour book as well. It is $70. I'm going to probably buy that at the show, and I'm going to get my T-shirt ahead of time. So that way I can roll up there with my T-shirt on. You know what I'm saying? But her set list, oh my gosh, she, did a, she does a lot of songs. She opens the show with Empty. How about that, y'all? Empty from Velvet Rope. Like, oh my gosh. And she does hit songs like If. She even does the song Moist. She brought back uh, our fa- some of our favorite tracks, Trust to Try and You. And chi- she even did China Love. Like, I haven't seen the show. I've seen clips, y'all. I know I sound like I've seen the show. I've seen clips. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. To have an icon, a legend. A true entertainer in the entertainment capital of the world. Amazing. And she even said it 46 years ago. She first performed at seven years old in Las Vegas at MGM Grand. And now she's at Park MGM. She said, funny how things become full circle. And I mean, look at that. You know what I mean? It's amazing. (coughs) Excuse me. I had to cough so bad. But. Again, go see her show. Go see her. Go see her. So, with all that being said, um, my next episode, I haven't decided yet. 
Uh, but y'all know I'm going to figure it out. You know, I have ideas coming to me all the time. Um, I'm still trying to get a few interviews lined up. I have some lined up. I just have to get the dates together so that way we can have more people being interviewed and, you know, we can get that rocking and rolling. So with that being said, I am signing off. I love y'all for listening. Thank you for coming back to the Velvet Rope. And remember, y'all, water your spiritual gardens. And like RuPaul says, everybody say love. Everybody say love. Now take that into your bedroom and make hot, passionate love with your lover. (laughs) And on that note, I'm going to leave y'all with one of my favorite RuPaul songs, Call Me Mother. All right, y'all. Peace, love, and blessings. I love you for listening. And see you next week on The Velvet Rope. Guess who back in the house? Heels click clacking about. Fine, fresh, feminine style. to 11, I'm divine. So heavenly gentlemen sweat. Lips down, cross the board, no doubt. Body like, wow. Pussy about to end this trap. Titty so pitiful. Fish queen Jezebel should be criminal. Don't make sense for a bitch to be this in doubt. Right to the side. What is that sound? Watch me drop, drop, drop. Shake the jelly when the jump is on The kind of thing that all the friends make it dances on I'm only getting out of bed for 20 million I got your camera phone Cause in a minute I'm about to be on Well, well.